0: Um,
1: there's something I'll say. There's something kind of yee, about a kid that's never played baseball.
2: <laughs> we have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, and flat out deceived.
3: Why did you get so drunk?
2: You got drunk. <laughs> I'm just really
4: exhausted.
5: What's in that cup? I'm a Coke. Do you have any idea how important you are? You Try to the save idea. the pump Really, this, you is have any idea. this is what you're doing?
4: Jeez, what do you want to do tonight?
5: Same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Armchair.
0: YouTube Live. Radio
5: Station. The radio station you can call your own. Like about our station. I like everything It's always on my radio. We never stop the music, except for now, when I talk. Listening
1: to Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. We're here live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern, WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. And simulcasting on YouTube.com forward slash at Braves Country. Your first choice for Southern sports. Good afternoon. I'm Mac McGinn. I don't know much, but I know one thing. If they said millions of dollars were confiscated in fake championship rings, that's got to be Alabama Crimson Tide and UCF
5: I'm chair. Knights
1: written all Community over that.
5: Access Channel. He's the armchair quarterback.
1: He's full
5: of beer and he's full of snacks. How How the hell
1: are you? Welcome to Braves Country HD on armchair quarterback radio here on WQEE 99.1 FM. We've got a big day of sports to talk to you. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you and and all of those in your life as always a special day as folks now. It is funny because there's levels of Valentine's Day. You know, as you get further and further in the relationship, I think it becomes more of a, hey, sweetie, happy Valentine's Day kind of high five as you're walking towards work, right? Uh, you know, when you're at the very beginning, you got to, you got to suck up. I've been married for quite a while now. So we're, we're kind of in that routine. We're like, what day is it fall on? A Tuesday. Eh, We'll celebrate it this weekend. So, because we knew we couldn't do it this past weekend, Super Bowl. And we didn't talk Super Bowl yesterday, as we never do the day after the Super Bowl. We call it the Super Bowl hangover, Super Bowl burnout, whatever you want to call it, football burnout. So second hour today, we are going to talk a little Super Bowl, little reactions. Joey's going to come on here in a little bit. We've got Nate Miller, Texas Rangers writer, and he's going to come on. We're going to talk some, hey, pitchers and catchers report tomorrow for some teams. Thursday for the Atlanta Braves, so half the league reports tomorrow, and the other half reports Thursday. The one thing I'll say about about the Super Bowl commercials, mostly they were duds. But the one that I thought won the day by far was the Duncan with Ben Affleck and J Lo rolling up and, and saying, "Is is this where you go every day when you say you're going to work?" That one won the day. Uh, I know everyone got sentimental over the 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 farmer's dog or dog farmers or whatever it's called. that was a, that but that to me that's low hanging fruit. You can make everyone sappy over over a dog and a kid in a commercial every i mean that's ninety nine times out of a hundred. You have to really be bad to not make someone feel that so yeah i you know, my wife showed it to me later I didn't see it live for whatever reason I was walked out of the room or whatever. But the one that by far caught my attention was Ben Fleck and uh, J-Lo. That was absolutely hilarious because it started off. I, I didn't think it was that funny, but when she pulls up, that made it absolutely classic. So that, that to me is one of the best ones that they have done for the Super Bowl in recent memory. I can't remember one as funny as that because that one just absolutely caught me by surprise. Uh, other than that, most of them were pretty much duds. And I'm actually rewatching the super bowl this afternoon as I was getting ready for the show. And as we're doing the show, so some of it'll I'll probably catch that. I didn't see. I don't really get into the commercials mainly because they've fallen flat over the last several years. then you get that corny show that, uh, that CBS does every year. I don't know who Boomer Sison does it with, but he does it with somebody some, some, some lady who's, I, I don't, I don't know who she is. I'm guessing she's uh the Vanna White backup dancer. I don't, I don't know who she is, but that show sucks. I tried watching it last year because I'm a fan of boomers and I tried watching it and I've tried watching it a couple times the last few years and it's pretty much the same show. They just add like one or two commercials, but other than that, it's the same show. And you can insert any corny punchline. I I would say this. Don't ever waste your time watching that. It's garbage. It's just absolutely like, oh, roll your eye kind of corny stuff. Look, I I know why they do it. They're getting a paycheck. But why anybody watches it, I can't understand that one. the The Super Bowl in general, I will say this. It's one of the best ones we've ever seen. And... Anytime you get a Super Bowl that comes down to the wire like that, you can't complain. So all in all, a, a, a game that had no feel to it, no buzz going up to the game, ended up living up to Super Bowl type hype. And and I, and I I said it last week. I didn't think that it wasn't going to be a great game. There just wasn't that storyline that really got me. In years past, there's been that storyline. Philadelphia was not some kind of Cinderella story, right? Like we had last year with Cincinnati. You didn't have the type of storyline that you had back when uh, the Bucks played Kansas City and Kansas City was defending champions and they were viewed as the favorite, but it, could the old man get it done one more time? So you didn't have that going on. You didn't have, you know, back last time that the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, they were looked upon as a Cinderella. And they were trying to slay the big, bad New England Patriots and Tom Brady. The one with uh, with Atlanta that I know a lot of us don't like to talk about because it ended in disaster. But you had storylines because Atlanta was a true Cinderella story. And I think it loses some oomph if you don't have some kind of underdog role. Going into the Super Bowl, unless it is a collision course that you've been waiting for all year. But the Eagles and Chiefs didn't have that feel. They were the one seeds. There was no doubt about it. But that really wasn't the matchup I've been looking for all year long. I was wanting to see San Francisco get into the Super Bowl some way, shape, or form. And this would have assumed that they would have had a healthy quarterback in there. If it if it would have ended up being where you know, uh, they were going to have to run a wildcat, I definitely wouldn't have wanted that in there. But if they would have had a healthy, healthy quarterback, I wanted to see the story. Can Shanahan finally get it done? And I would have liked to have seen him rematch with Cincinnati. But I could have even lived with San Fran versus KC rematch. I could have lived with a, uh, you know, all the storylines that you could have built into Buffalo making the Super Bowl. If the Cowboys had somehow snuck in, there was just something flat about Kansas City versus the Eagles. It was almost like the way the NBA playoffs have have turned out the last several years, where you're like, um, I know before the season starts, it's going to be two of three teams that are going to be in the NBA finals. Maybe four, maybe a fifth, but not realistically. Every year there's four teams ish, give or take one. So a year where you think it's wide open in the NBA, there's five teams that can make it in the finals. In the in the year where there's where it's not where it's not as wide open, there's three but it never has the the open-door feel that the NFL does at the beginning of the season. And it doesn't have the open feel that Major League Baseball's playoffs have had over the last several years. Now that you have so many more entrants into it, the World Series is going to become a real March Madness type of dance. And I feel like that the NHL Stanley Cup championships, the playoffs, the, the, the Stanley Cup Playoffs, but then the Stanley Cup Finals. I feel like that always has a, a like a a wild west feel to you. You can't just pencil in two or three teams because in a game that is played that fast and that low scoring, it, it anything's up for grabs, right? So that's kind of where I am with. This Super Bowl it was it was a great Super Bowl when it's all said and done the annals of time will show that it was a greatly played Super Bowl by both quarterbacks it was a fun Super Bowl but there was no actual buzz to it and that was weird and may I don't know maybe it's cuz we didn't have Tyreek Hill with the with the uh with the Chiefs but if you would have given me any other combination I would have been very fired up to watch this Super Bowl. It was just Kansas City Philly didn't do it for me. And here's hoping we don't get a rematch next year because nobody wants that. I want to see new blood in there. And now Kansas City, now that they've won, and look, I took them. I hit my hit my uh bet again. I've done pretty well with these uh with these Super Bowl predictions over the years. And I told you my best bet on, on the Sunday show was give me Kansas city in the point in my pocket. I was like, no, I'm not going to take it against Patrick. You give me kept Patrick Mahomes in the points. I'm good. And then of course my other one was the uh, Kansas city in the over. So, so those were my two locks on Sunday and they both hit, but when it's all said and done. I want to see drama heading into the Super Bowl. We just didn't get it. So, anyways, we've got a great show on tap. And we're, it's a little Valentine's thing. We're going to talk about what we love, not just on our teams, but other teams. We're going to talk about the storylines going into Major League Baseball's 2023 season. There's a bunch of them you can pick from. And we'll get. We'll get Joey's reaction on the Super Bowl here in just a little bit. But coming up is Nate Miller of the Texas Rangers. We're going to talk some baseball. Pitchers and catchers report manana. And most of them are already at the facility. We will be back in a flash. Keep it locked in here on Braves Country and Braves Country HD, wherever you stream 99.1 FM. After these
0: messages, we'll be right back.
3: For the distractions.
1: The Dixie Handle Company. Five generations of the Strickland family have produce quality hardwood farm and garden tools, wooden shutters, and custom furniture. This small business has been owned and operated since 1992 and ships to customers across the world. If you're looking for the highest quality tool handles, Dixie Handle Company is your place. Every item is hand-picked to your specifications. If it's made of wood, they do it. Call now, 931-722-3395. That's 931-722-3395. Or go online to DixieHandle.com. The Dixie Handle Company. Welcome to Craftsmanship, a proud sponsor of Braves Country
4: Baseball. Whenever I bring home Entenmann's Little Bites Muffins. Little Bites? That's right, sweetie. Can you just give Mommy a minute? I love Little Bites. I know you do, but we're doing a commercial right now, okay? Got it. As I was saying, whenever I bring home you-know-what, you-know-who gets pretty excited. And so do I. Little Bites Muffins are made with real ingredients, no high-fructose corn syrup, and are baked moist and delicious. I love Little Bites! There you go. Yes! Entenmann's Little Bites Muffins, the perfect portion of happiness. Hey, Braves fans,
1: the Armchair Quarterbacks YouTube channel are bringing you Braves Baseball all season long. Hi, I'm Mac McGee, and I'll be bringing you Braves baseball play by play for the Braves fans out there, for all of Braves country. So pull up an armchair and join us for Braves country baseball, first pitch to last pitch, Tuesday and Friday nights, right here on the Armchair Quarterbacks YouTube channel. Welcome back to Braves country, Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks, weekdays 3 to 5 p.m., drive time on WQEE. As you know, Monty, Vaughn's been working on a couple
3: of new pitches, the Eliminator and the Humiliator, to complement his fastball, the Terminator. I heard that. Dynamite drop in, Monty.
4: Welcome back! Oh, baby!
1: Pitchers and catchers reporting manana, and here is Nate Miller getting ready for another long, long season with the Texas Rangers. Nate, how the hell are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? You're going to get to get down there. Uh, it's it's in a few weeks, right? Yeah.
6: Yeah. Um... Hopefully I'm still trying to raise a little bit of money for my, uh, lodgings expenses. So, um, it's kind of up in the air, uh, at the moment, but should everything work out, I'll be going down there from March 6th through the 14th.
1: Okay. So at that Mm -hmm. point, well, that's right. As the WBC begins. So anyone involved in the WBC, you obviously won't catch, Mm -hmm. but where, where, where are you hoping to, to be at Arizona?
6: yes uh surprise arizona where the ranger where where the rangers and the kansas city royals share a complex
1: okay i'm trying to remember the wbc i know it's starting out west Mm -hmm. us is it arizona that they're going
6: yeah okay in fact uh i have a friend who's covering it so is
1: that is it going to be played at the diamondback stadium i'm assuming uh
6: yes some of it okay at least the Arizona portion. I think uh, part of it's being played in Miami, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. T- towards the end, assuming that they continue to advance, mm-hmm. it'll it'll be over here towards my neck of the woods in uh, Miami. Right. Uh, but Miami's not nearly as close as folks think it is. When, when they hear that I live in Jacksonville, Florida, go, oh, you go to Miami much? It's actually closer to get to Atlanta. I'm, I'm uh, about an hour closer to Atlanta than I am to Miami. So, um, okay, and it's it's kind of the old saying that Yogi Bear used to have with New York that we have with Miami that yeah, nobody goes to Miami; it's too crowded, right? It's just like it's right. just an area that that you just and you don't go there for baseball Mm-mm. because it is a terrible baseball town. It really is dumbfounding that that is where they choose. Mm-hmm. I get some of the demographics on on why they're pointing to go there to do this but i i think i think they do a disservice to baseball to not move it around a little bit mm-hmm. it was in miami last time i really feel like that they need to move it around and get some of the other cities in the u.s involved in this yeah that's great that they're going to arizona a little bit but going to arizona and going to to florida as your two main spots for the wbc well that's just basically i get to probably doing it because it's easier for some players mm-hmm. because of the spring training aspect of it. Yeah. But if you really want to get the entire nation into this thing, you need to have some games down the road scheduled to go to places, you know, you know, put it in New York, put it in LA, put it in Chicago,
0: mm-hmm.
1: put them in, put them in some, some of the smaller towns that they'd probably go bananas for it. <laughs> Kansas city. Yeah. Right.
6: Uh, it's still going to be pretty cold in places like Chicago and New York around that time of year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get. Well, I guess I get, I get that argument, but so many of these places are starting to build domes mm-hmm. that you can kind of get around that. So yeah, I I get that argument of it, but you but but Atlanta's doable. Texas is doable. Yeah. Yep. Um, St. Louis would be a little cold. Mm-hmm. but I just, I anywhere out West, it's going to be about the, it's, it's 70 degrees in sunny in California, no matter what, what day of the year it is. So you, you could yeah. do it in LA, you could mm-hmm. do it in San Diego. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So I just, I, I, I would like to see it expand because I really love the WBC mm-hmm. I get into it, but I'd like to see more people into it as well. Mm-hmm. Um,
6: that's why I think Derek Jeter left Miami he's just not used to losing
1: <laughs> well he's also not not used to indifference yeah because one one of the reasons why he took off was because there was a big thing um right before he he stepped down where he he was upset on what their budget was going to be mm-hmm and it wasn't that he thought that that they could get up there and spend with the Yankees and the Mets, right? right. But he was like, man, I mean, at some point, can we quit clipping coupons? What, what are we building to?
6: Oh, he knows how Billy Bean felt all those years. Still does.
1: <laughs> By the way, if folks have missed it, Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator for the Eagles, is being named the new head coach for the Arizona Cardinals uh, new five-year deal. That's breaking news that came across about 20, 30 minutes ago. I don't think I squeezed that in at the top of the show. So that that's been confirmed by Adam Schefter. So uh, I don't know what, you know what, we've got a, a Cardinal fan that, that's on here every week. So we, we'll get his takeaway from it. I just, I think the whole thing's a disaster. Arizona cardinals are going to arizona cardinals are going to be bad for a really long time and uh good for them that they tricked someone into leaving a championship type team to come out there and and coach that disaster but i'm sure that'll be a hot topic if you do make it out to uh to uh, arizona here in a couple weeks that sure all the fans out there who are probably more fans right now a little more excited about their sons than they are their they're, uh, the, you know, they're Cardinals at this point or they're diamondbacks. Right. Uh, I thought it'd be a little fun since this is Valentine's day to talk about players. We love, we're going to start off with picking a couple players from our favorite teams. And it's a, a Rangers guy. I'm a Braves guy. And then we were going to kind of turn the table and, and give players that we love that, are on opposite teams, teams that we we don't pull for, and I even picked players in my division, which almost wasn't going to do. That. I said, you know what, I'm I'm going to make this hurt. So I'm curious, who who are your top two guys that you're that you are looking forward to that you love playing, love watching for the Texas Rangers here in 2023
6: for the Texas Rangers? Is that what you said? Yes. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Adolis Garcia really good outfielder, really good uh, power hitter. Um and uh he's just, he's a lot of fun to watch. Really good in, interviewer if uh if you know Spanish. <laughs> so um, and uh you know he's a uh, he's just he's a, he's a good all-around player. He's not really a five-tool guy, but uh you know he's got a little bit of speed, he's got a lot of power and he's just a really good defensive outfielder as, as well.
1: Yeah, I've had I've had him in uh, all my fantasy teams from uh, time mm-hmm. to time, and I know that he you know he he's he's a guy that gets around thirty home runs a year, which is yeah nothing to sneeze at. No, and uh, now he doesn't steal a lot of bases, right? No,
6: he doesn't. He, he like I said, he's got a little bit of speed, but he really doesn't use it that much.
1: The one thing because I don't get a chance to watch all of Texas games. What is what's he like on uh, defense?
6: He's really good. Um, I don't, I don't have his uh, fielding numbers in front of me, but I think he committed maybe two errors last year. Oh, wow. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's sitting there. A prime. My first one uh, for the Braves, you know, as much as I do like Acuna, I couldn't put him on, on my top two, and the reason is stuff like this, you know, the junk that he pulled in the playoffs where he's watching the game when he should be back out of Paris on the play. And mm-hmm. I like defense as much as I like anything else. So, my my first guy I went with was Money Mike, Michael Harris. He's so fun to watch. Incredible defensive center fielder. I would I would suggest if folks have not watched the Braves day in and day out this past season, when they're on, center field is where you want your eyes at, is right. Michael Harris. And he's... And they've locked him up long-term, which which is exciting to, to know that a kid from Atlanta is going to be a Brave for the next decade. Who is your number two guy?
6: A number, number two guy is Marcus Simeon.
1: I am surprised Jacob DeGrom did not make the list. Wow. I haven't, I haven't seen him play yet. Oh, uh, Okay, fair enough.
6: Fair yeah. Enough. Um, you know, he's been in the – Not, he's been, he's
1: not Corey a- Seager over Simeon?
6: You know, I I love Seeger as well, but I, I I loved what I saw from Simeon last year because he started off slow and then he just got on a tear right after the all-star break.
1: Brutally you know? slow. Yes. So he was my second base shortstop on, on on my dynasty team. Right. And it was absolutely torture, but I, I refused to drop him. I, I just said I couldn't do it. Because mm-hmm. I knew what he had done the year before he'd carried me to a championship the year before, and you're right he did get hot finally uh on the other side of it yeah um <laughs> i've already I'm already in a couple of best ball drafts with with the baseball and I've already taken Seeger in one uh,
0: Nice.
1: I think his floor is what he did last year for mm-hmm. for uh Texas. I think he's gonna have a much better year this year.
6: I do like Seeger. Uh, really good guy. He actually <laughs> um, last year I was down on the field for batting practice. I had just gotten my head shaved and he rubbed my head for good luck before he got in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> he and he homered and doubled twice that night.
1: Well, all I know is that when he signed with Texas it was a sigh of relief relief because I could not stand facing him when he was with the Dodgers. Sure. Because we normally were are playing the Dodgers for for all all, all the marbles,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he was it was it twenty twenty in the NLCS where he just absolutely butchered us. Mm-hmm. So I was so happy to see him go. Yep. and uh, my my number two guy for, for the Braves this year going into this year it's it's going to have to be the stash man, uh, Strider Spencer Strider, strikeout machine. I think it's also awesome that he's not very—he's not a very big guy. He's, he's not your prototypical strikeout guy. Normally, your strikeout guys are like Degrom, right? Sure. They're yeah. tall drinks of water and they're they're flinging it. And Strider is just to come is is a compact. You know they call him the stash. They call him the Quad Father. If you ever <laughs> if you're ever paying attention to him, check check his legs out, man. He is an absolute horse. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to have a very good opportunity. If he can stay healthy and get the innings he should get, he is he has every chance of anybody in the National League this year to end up with the uh, Cy Young Award. Okay, nice. All right, the teams that didn't that don't play for the Rangers that don't play for the for the Braves, but we say, look, I can't help it, man. I'm a fan. I got to. Right. I, I, I watch them. I like them. And I even now I didn't give you that assignment because I didn't think of it till afterwards. I didn't want to I ain't bombarding y'all with with multiple emails and stuff. So I took players in the Braves division. Mm-hmm. So I, and I actually took one for each team. But I know you I know I told you to just come up with a couple. So I'll I'll, I'll hit you with my first two. Then you give me yours, and then I'll and then I hit you with the last two. So the first two that I picked for players that are playing in the NLAs that do not play for the Atlanta Braves that I, I'm just a fan of. The first one, I'll hit a slight Washington Nationals, Joey Manessis. That kid's got a stroke. That kid is an absolute stroke. And he came up late in the middle of the year last year, and he played some first play, base, per, played some outfield. I don't know what the plan will be for this year, but he is a natural born hitter. Like you just what he reminds me of is a more fluid version of Matt Olson. He's just absolutely – if you play any fantasy baseball this year and you're looking for someone at the bottom of the barrel, that's a guy. That's a mm-hmm. guy to keep an eye on. I'm not saying overpay for him. Don't go crazy. He's a national, right? Don't don't go bananas. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking down towards the bottom and you're like, you know what, you know, I'm going to take a chance on a guy. Jo- Joey Maness is, is a – is a fun one. And then my other guy, I'm going to take... Uh, I'll go with the Phillies, Kyle Schwarber. He's just a professional hitter. I know he stinks at off a defense, but, he, but I also love the fact that he makes fun of it. If you remember a couple of years ago where when he came over, I can't remember if that was with Boston or if that was with Philadelphia, but he had had such a hard time in the field. He finally made a play and he got... He got the old Bronx cheer. i almost positive Boston. He got the old Bronx cheer from the uh, from, from the Boston crowd, and he had fun with it cause, because because he, he he even did a bow and everything because he finally made a routine play in the field. So I I, I love Schwarber, and when he got into it with Angel Hernandez, I just I, I love everything about Schwarber. All right, who are your guys that don't play on for Texas? Yeah,
0: yet,
6: okay. <laughs> yet. Texas, um, everybody Texas is getting everybody over 700 million dollars spent the last couple years Um,
1: are youing money
6: yeah (laughs) right but uh my first guy simply because i grew up in michigan um he's slowed down in recent years but i'm gonna have to go with miguel cabrera
1: miguel cabrera okay Mm -hmm. he he has definitely slowed down (laughs) yep
6: I had I had to give it to him. I mean, he's going into into his last year. He's bit, literally on his last legs and it's just, you know, I'm not really picking him for the player he is now. I'm picking him for the player that he has been.
1: There was a time where he was the deadliest bat. Yes. What would you say 7 years ago? Yeah. Where it was like I don't I don't even know how how you get this guy out. Like yeah. he was just unbelievable. And then he got of chunked out mm-hmm. over the offseason one year and came yeah. back. And he's, his bat's been slow ever since.
6: Yeah. Um, one of my favorite moments of his, I think it was 2014, either 2013 or 2014. It was Mariano Rivera's last season. And uh, Cabr- uh, Cabrera took him deep at Yankee stadium in like the last two weeks of that season. He hit it to dead center field it tied up the game um and i think uh it tied up the game at 3-3 and uh the tigers won that game and it denied uh cabrera or not cabrera uh rivera like his 40 second save
1: (laughs) you i'm it's it's a little surprising that all those years when they had those powerhouses in uh in detroit that they never walked away with it all Mm -hmm. um now he did get the ring in uh, Miami before they traded him, I believe. Yes, his rookie,
6: his rookie year R- actually. Yeah,
1: 03, correct. O three. Yeah, yeah. Um, but was, but they was, they got to it twice, right? With uh, yeah, they got oh, to it.
6: Oh, they got to it twice. 06 against the Cardinals, and then two thousand twelve against the Giants.
1: Right. Yeah, probably my least watched World Series of all time was Giants. Um, Giants versus the Tigers, uh-huh. probably because it, it really came down to I didn't honestly care. Yeah. And that, you talk about it, so I, I was talking about how this past Super Bowl had no buzz. That World Series had no buzz. I could not get in. It just I I couldn't. I and not to mention the fact it wasn't even a good World Series. It, it was it was like one of the dullest World Series yeah. of all time. And I remember watching a couple of games, but I can't tell you anything that happened in those games. Like nothing. Like even the Texas. Cardinals world series in in 11 that I know, you know, Ranger fans probably don't like to remember, but that was an exciting world series. Mm. That was an absolute exciting world series. And that's coming from someone who is not really someone who follows Rangers baseball, but I was pulling for them in that series. There were some guys on that team that I wanted to see get a ring Mm-hmm. just the unbelievable bad defense that took place in uh, right field. Was that game six that they blew that, or was that game seven?
6: I believe it was game six.
1: Okay. But regardless, an exciting worlds, and David Freeze just somehow was like superhuman for like a week and a half.
0: Yeah.
1: It wasn't worth a crap after that or before, but he was superhuman during that time period. Mm-hmm kind of reminds me of Jorge Soler. Everybody wants to keep bringing back <laughs> Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler. Bring him back. Lock him down. You like, mm-hmm. don't understand Jorge Soler, what you saw in October of 2021. That's not Jorge Soler. That's just, that's not who he is. Yeah. So you, you're going Cabrera, and who's your next guy?
6: Joey Votto. Ah. He's, nah, he's fun. He is fun. He, like, he's a great, you know, he's a Great player, but I'm kind of, like, baseball is kind of like a, it's a little bit of a character sport with me. I, I like to see how guys are off the field as well. And he's great off the field, especially, like, um, when he's doing interviews and stuff like that. Like, I genuinely believe he wants to, you know, go into broadcasting when he's done playing.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I could definitely see him in a booth. Yeah, me too. He he would be phenomenal in a booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, any way you could get Joe Davis out of the booth and put someone else in? Now I, I don't know if Votto could do play by play, but any way they could get Joe Davis out of the Fox booth for the for the playoffs would, mm-hmm. would be a win. Yep.
6: and you know the part that I like about Joey Votto is that he's he's
1: he's quick wit.
6: He's he's quick wit, but he you know he's a great player and he does it quietly. You know he's not one of these guys who just is all flash and you know he's just
1: keeps his head down yeah well and really if, he, if you look at his game he he, he doesn't even have the he doesn't even have the opportunity to be flashy because his numbers aren't flashy right. he's just solid he'll he'll stumble into the hall of fame but mm-hmm. he's not. Uh, he's never at any point in during his career ever been a top five player right mm-hmm. he's just one of those guys that's his numbers will accumulate to where he'll get in mm-hmm. but he'll also be the guy that, that, that when people are looking for certain numbers, they're going to be pounding the table saying he shouldn't be in. Yeah, I, I would probably vote him in just because when you look at the accumulation of what he's done, but I, I love the fact that he's just so funny. I've seen him on videos, TikTok yeah. views and stuff like that. My favorite one that I've told a few times mm-hmm. is where he's standing on the on-deck circle. And one of the guys uh, in, the, in the stand says, hey – and this has only been a couple of years ago, he goes, Hey, Joey, Hey, Joey, Joey Votto finally turns right he's, he's, you know, taking the swings. He goes, I remember when you were good. And Votto <laughs> looked back to him and goes, I remember when you were thin. It's <laughs> <Cool. laughs> great. My, my other two guys real quick. Uh, if I'm taking one from the Mets, it's uh Brandon Nemo. I've talked about this. I just, I love his approach to the play. Anybody, who fights off and does it will not just accept, especially a leadoff hitter who will not just accept a strikeout is my kind of guy,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: And he goes up there, he works the count. And then for the Marlins, give me some jazz Chisholm. He's fun to watch. I'm excited to see what he can do in center field. And he's funny. I mean, if you, you get a chance to watch him in uh, in any kind of interviews, he is, he, he's another natural born television guy.
6: They should have used a different photo for him on MLB The Show, though. He's the cover. I actually. haven't seen
1: it, but I've heard that he's on, that he's going to be on it. Or Look it up, and you'll see what I mean. <laughs> I'll do it at the break. Okay, all right. Let's uh, take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the big storylines as we head into pitchers and catchers reporting. Oh, it's already here. Baseball season, we'll be back in a flash.
6: He only has three rings.
4: Hockey season, and that means new merch over at rdragonsmerch.com. Get the latest designs and some of our fun new souvenirs ahead of what's sure to be a great hockey season. Celebrate another season of River Dragons hockey by getting a new look to wear on game days or surprise the big-time sports fan of your life with a new keepsake that will make them a River Dragons fan for life. Order online right now at rdragonsmerch.com. That's the letter R, dragonsmerch.com. We'll see you at the rink
3: Hey, sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's Funnest Sports Talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show. Every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern, you'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows? You might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM.
1: Le'Veon Bell, he put out a single for people to listen to on Twitter of a rap album that he's really proud of. He asked... People to critique it. Keenan Allen, the receiver of the Chargers, came back with the trash emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate your honesty. And what's even better, I can't do it justice because we're on radio. You've got to see the video. (laughs) The video that he put up. Oh, my God. It's like the most funny and exciting thing I have ever seen because it's like really bad late 80s, early 90s rap video. But anyways, the video is the best part of the whole thing. He's got a hoodie on. It's it's staged almost like black and white. He's like under a bridge somewhere where there's like a bonfire going. Hard times. So, so like, yeah.
4: Hard times. You know,
1: hard times for a guy making millions. He can relate. But the funniest part is when he's got the hoodie on, he's doing poses and stuff like that. and kind of jiving around. And then at a, (laughs) this is the funniest part out of nowhere. (laughs) Sorry, I can't get it out. He comes up from under the screen. So in other words, like, 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 like his- from the Muppets or something, <laughs> almost, <laughs> like the, like, almost like the Muppets. <laughs> he, when you he, see just the, the figure, just come straight up, yes, from yes the kid yeah. comes straight up <laughs> while he's also in the background. Uh-huh. It's like the worst thing put together. <laughs> I don't know how to edit a video. We could do better than this. I'm telling you, who's the
2: director, pouncy <laughs> <See?
1: laughs> armchair? <laughs>
2: radio, radio.
1: Welcome back to Braves Country, Mac McGinn, the armchair quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 to 5 p.m. Drive time on WQEE.
5: Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Time to rock it from the Delta to the DMZ. Hey, is this a little too early for being that loud? Hey,
6: too late. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. <gasps> hey, you know what I mean. Too much?
3: Armchair. <laughs>
1: Community Access Channel. He's the armchair quarterback. He's full of beer and he's full of snacks. Welcome back. Yeah, the We're taking you all the way to 5 o'clock Eastern where Sports Map Radio takes over, first name sports, and then make sure to get your morning started right here on 99.1 FM, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Ryan O. Radio Penitentiary. And noon to two, you got the Scott Peterson show. And then, of course, two to three, you got Sports Beat. So we'll be back three to five. And uh, tomorrow, officially, I think I said Scott. It's uh, Rod Peterson show. I've got Scott Peterson on the brain. Um, the tomorrow pitchers and catchers report. And pitchers and catchers for half it. Now, is Texas coming in tomorrow? Yes, they are. Okay. Braves co- go go uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is when it really... But it's funny. I swear it feels like the Braves are always late. Because sure. I got a big Red Sox fan. <clears throat> and it, So it has nothing to do with what state you're in. Because you would think, well, half would report if they were in uh, the, the grapefruit league and the other half in the cactus league, but that's not how it works.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he's always able to, to uh, get on Facebook or whatever. The day before I do saying pitchers and catchers report, he always makes a big deal about it. And I'm like, no, they don't. They don't report today. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. Right. The wannabes do, but the real boys, they show up Thursday. And then sure. randomly Cleveland on Friday. I don't know what the deal is. Why Cleveland is two days off from everybody. But then did you get everyone else is going to report next Monday and Tuesday and you get your first taste of spring training. There's a couple of games on Friday, but the first spring training is going to be this coming or a week from Saturday. Right. And programming note. We are going to do the uh, the game, it looks like, on uh, Braves Country HD, so uh, spring training will begin with a bang. I w- went over my schedule for this upcoming year to, to make sure what games that, w- that I would be able to carry around to all the other stuff that I do, and uh, it's, qu- it's quite a list, and I decided I'm not going to try to share that whole schedule to everybody at once i'm just gonna do it week by week and say hey this coming week we're doing these games but it's basically breaking down to about four games a week so um between that and the show and everything else it's gonna be a busy busy summer um all right there's a lot of storylines i mean you could pick from a million by the way we've got the jazz Chisholm picture up. so what is it you don't like about this because this to me is jazz Chisholm.
6: oh it is jazz Chisholm. i just like it it just doesn't, it doesn't say the show to me, you know, you know, where's, where's the intensity, you know, where's the intense batting stance and, and like the intense, you know, defense. Oh yeah. He's nothing though. about
1: that. Yeah, he's all, he's all about what you see, you know? Oh yeah. I, I
0: know. But I think,
1: I, just, I, I think one of the coolest things about him and maybe it's being down here and hearing a lot of the games, mm-hmm. um, but he's got a really, really cool uh, relationship with his grandmother. Yeah. She comes to, to, to a lot of the games. I don't know if it's every game, but it's, it's a lot of the games mm-hmm. and uh, she's the one that kind of told him to embrace who he is. And that's why he's so flashy and worthwhile. right. Right. He, and he volunteered, he went to, he went to the Marlins and said, look, when they made the trade for uh areas from a, uh, minnesota there was questions well where are you going to fit Luis in is he going to be a dh is are you going to try to slam him across the infield and he went to them and said put me in center i'll do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm sure that didn't make jj Blade too happy because that's <laughs> jj Blade packing JJ bladet uh, sure. was the center fielder now he gone All right well so i'm sure Blade was like whoa 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 what is this but mm-hmm. anyways i think the oakland a's got themselves a pretty good uh, piece in in that trade, I think Bladé is going to be a pretty solid player. But I also think that the Marlins, with that trade, A.J. Puck, the kid has – the sky is the limit for Puck. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest question with him has always been work ethic, and the biggest ability is availability. He's hurt a lot. Yeah. So that's going to be the biggest question. But I, I am uh, excited to see ha- how that plays out. But I can't imagine that's one of your big stories. So give me your first big storyline of the 2023 season that you're excited about.
6: Okay. Um, Well, it's it's big to Texas Rangers fans. It's kind of a quiet one, to be honest with you. Um, Bubba Thompson, he uh, outfielder for the Rangers, and it's not really quite known if he'll make the team yet, but he tore it up last year. He had 18 stolen bases after the all-star break.
1: 18? Yeah.
6: Wow. He came up August 4th and stole 18 bases from then until uh, October 5th.
1: Is is he projected to be a starter? Yes. And what position again?
6: Uh, outfield. He can play all three outfield positions. So just,
1: okay. So yeah. they don't really know where he's going to be, but mm-hmm. somewhere in the extra. And what's his name again? Bubba Miller? Bubba Thompson. Oh, Tom, Bubba Thompson. Either way, it doesn't sound like a fast guy. (laughs) Bubba Thompson. I hope Bubba Thompson getting on the base pass. I I, I have a thought of like a guy in like a beer softball league, Bubba Thompson.
6: Yeah. But you look at him and he's just, he's a stick, basically.
1: Real quick, I do want to hit breaking news that just happened, which was expected. So we don't have to stop what we're doing, but. The Las Vegas Raiders have officially released Derek Carr. So, anyways, um, okay, so Bubba Thompson, I'm mm-hmm. going to keep an eye on this guy. Yeah. And you're expecting him to be not just like a, a platoon guy, but an actual starter? Yeah. Yeah. I might have to think about him in uh, best ball because uh, mm-hmm. it gets towards the end where there's like, yep. you know, the pickings are slim. Yeah. And if you're telling me a guy had 18 stolen bases that's phenomenal
6: yeah. and in a, a 2 month span <laughs> that's
1: yeah i mean and as as everyone heard in the in the sports break uh the uh the bases according to Joey Cora look like pizza boxes so yeah. i mean you're talking about that's probably worth another three or four bases right there over that time span Uh-huh. My number one storyline that I'm looking at for this season has to do with your division, just not your team. The Shohei Otani watch, because when the Angels fall out of it, which I fully expect them to do because they are the Angels, the bidding war to make a trade for Otani is going to be astronomical. I agree. If you want to, if you want to rebuild your team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would do it now, but I understand why they may wait for to see who's in it and who really believes they have a chance to win it. Cause that is the rental of all rentals. You're going to get a guy you can put in your rotation. You're going to get a guy you can throw at DH.
6: Mm -hmm. Where do you think he'll go?
1: Long-term. I think he's a Dodger.
0: Yeah.
1: But that doesn't mean that they make the trade for him this year, Mm -hmm. this season. I don't think they'll trade him. You to, I'm going to take a dart throw and say somewhere like the Mets. Okay. Now, whether or not they have the pieces they want, that's going to be the biggest question.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if it's not the Mets, a team that would be going all in, well, I'll t- I'll tell you who, who who doesn't care if he if he clears the cupboard is the Phillies and Dombrowski. Shit, yeah. that guy's done nothing. Every place he's ever been, he's won but he's gutted the farm system. And afterwards when he leaves, what's left standing is just barren. I mean, ask the Detroit tigers, right? Yep. So that would be my, that would be my guess is probably, I just haven't looked at their farm systems and what they have have left. If, if, you know, if it's not that now, as far as a team that could make a trade and really think that they could actually land him long-term. I mean, I mean, I've I've heard these rumblings the Cubs mm-hmm. because they definitely have the pieces to bring them over. But you, but you, if you make that big trade near the Cubs, you better re-sign them, right? What is your next big uh, storyline that you're excited for for
6: 2023? I want kind of going back to Marcus Simeon a little bit. Will he will he um, have another slow start and then just another? you know crazy finish or will they start fi- start fast and finish slow
1: it's really strange but it, and you would think these players would would change what they do or whatever but the guys that start slow always start slow and it's just it's the strangest thing in baseball and you could almost put it like clockwork that regardless however Simeon mm-hmm. starts he always has a he has a great second half i mean it, it's been back from his days in Oakland, he, yeah. He's like that. And I've picked him up regularly in fantasy baseball over the years because the guy who has him gets sick and tired of him sucking the blood out of his team and just drops him. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, skirt, let's go. <laughs> but uh, I and I remember specifically, I, I won one year, and the guy that I was, I beat the guy in the championship that dropped him. Okay. Okay. We were talking about it down the road, and he goes, man, I just – I couldn't do it. I said, I don't blame you. I was like, I, he was absolutely awful.
0: hmm
1: He started to catch fire about a week after he dropped him, and I had just picked him up, and I was sitting him on my, on my bench. Someone got injured. I can't remember what it was. I slid him down in the, into the, the the IR spot and put him in. Right. And he got so red hot, I never put a I I never took him out of the lineup again. Mm-hmm. My my next one would be the young Orioles. I am really excited to see what the what the Baltimore Orioles are going to do this year. Are sure. they, they going to take that next step? Because they are a young, fun team. Mm-hmm. They've got some guys that are coming that, you know, not just the Adley Rushmans of the world, but they have got a loaded young roster. They've got a great farm system. They they've got a farm system that could go get an Otani. I just don't think they would ever pay him half a billion. Sure, but um, that that would be a fun story if if Otani ever came east.
6: Do you think anybody will pay Otani half a billion?
1: <laughs> Yo, yes, yes, he he's absolutely getting it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna pay some of these guys thirty six, thirty seven, forty million, and they mm-hmm. can only play one position, yeah. Otani's getting at least that. I I I think that's the low water mark. I think you start with ten years, five hundred million. You hope he takes that. (laughs) I would. (laughs) I don't think he. I I don't think he'll have to. I think. I think this guy's going to break the bank for for what we know to be sports contracts. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long of a contract he'll get, but I would suspect the the bare minimum is ten years, and the bare minimum is is fifty a year. Wow. and it wouldn't shock me if, if he if he flirted with 60 65 a year
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is hard to fathom but the guy can play two two positions so he yeah. he saves you a roster spot in the fact that you if you have him on that roster being able to do both
0: mm-hmm.
1: then you can pay some bozo at league minimum to fill in for him yeah do you have um, any others?
6: Uh no, I'm actually good.
1: All right, I've got one more. Uh, it's just the NL East race. I just okay. the NL East race between Braves, Phillies, Mets is going to be incredible, and the Marlins might be sneaky good. Nationals is going to be atrocious, but the Marlins might be sneaky good. I like what they're doing in Miami. I just don't know if they're going to have the offensive uh, output, but it should be a really really fun summer in the East. I just hope it's fun in a good way where i'm happy cuz i'm waking up most mornings with a w and not that fun in a bad way you're like ah we came so close right cuz this is one outside the the uh maybe the AL East is the best division in baseball but the NL East is right there neck and neck sure what is your walk off for the day sir
6: my walk off for the day is you know you mentioned him earlier like, it's not that I don't love him. I am ex- genuinely excited to see uh, Jacob DeGrom pitch.
1: I can imagine. Yeah. I, I would have – there was a part of me that was hoping, although I knew it wasn't possible, that, that he would be a Brave. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's a fun watch. Yeah. He's going to be a lot more fun in a Rangers uniform than a than Mets uniform. Yeah. And, I can finally draft him.
6: Yeah. And I think I think he wanted to come to the American League for a while i think that was part of yeah
1: it. well i think he wanted to come to texas yeah i think he's smart he look he's from florida yeah he doesn't want to pay state taxes all right Dude. brother we got to jam out of here joey's on the way we'll see you next week right. good good catching up with you yep. and we will be back at a flash here on braves country and braves country hd wherever you stream You're listening to WQEE ninety nine point one FM, the key in Noonan, Georgia. Armchair. You're listening to the Armchair Quarterbacks Sports Radio, number one sports station. Good afternoon, and this is your Armchair Quarterbacks Sports Flash. Law enforcement agents. Confiscated over 600 fake championship rings across four major U.S. professional sports leagues in the NCAA from a South Carolina memorabilia store as a part of a seizure of counterfeit merchandise. The South Carolina Secretary of State announced the counterfeit goods could have fetched as much as $15 million in retail. The hefty price tag, the highest value seizure in the office's history was driven by fake NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, and NCAA championship rings. What is not known is how many of those rings were being claimed by the Alabama Crimson Tide. Houston Cougars' Shannon Dawson is set to be named the Miami Hurricanes' offensive coordinator. Last week, the Hurricanes hired Lance Guidry to be their defensive coordinator after Kevin Steele left for Alabama. Dawson has spent four seasons at Houston and was also at West Virginia previously. Dawson was promoted to OC QB coach at Houston in 2020. And After looking at the new bases that are coming to Major League Baseball this season, Red Sox manager Alex Cora says he agrees with MLB's new rules, but offered one notable quip on the first day. The bases, they're the bases, but wait till you see them. They look like a pizza box, to be honest with you. Major League Baseball has adopted a new series of rules that will be implemented this season, including increasing the size of the bases from 15 to 18 square inches. Kind of a light night on the hardwood in the NBA, but a great doubleheader on TNT. It all starts at 730. The Boston Celtics are at the Milwaukee Bucks. Two top teams in the East collide. That starts off the doubleheader that will end with Warriors at Clippers. That game will tip off at 10 p.m. Warriors are on the outside looking in right now in the Western Conference playoffs with the NBA All-Star game just around the corner. We have a good night in college basketball starting at 6.30 Eastern. SEC Network, Vandy at South Carolina. Commodores are a five-point favorite. ESPN 2, 7 o'clock. Auburn, 17-8 on the year. They host Missouri, who's 19-6. War Damn Eagle... Minus six and a half. And the LSU Tigers are at the Georgia Bulldogs. Time for the Bulldogs to hunker down. They're minus four, five and seven on the season. LSU comes in at one and 11. In the ACC, number 23, NC State is at Syracuse. Should be a good one. The Orange are a one-point favorite. ESPN, seven o'clock, Notre Dame at Duke. Blue Devils, 12 point favorite, and at 9 p.m. Eastern on the ACC network, the Pittsburgh Panthers are a nine and a half point favorite versus Boston College. And with some pretty good clashes in top 25 action, seven o'clock Eastern, FS1, Creighton at Providence, the Blue Jays are a one point favorite. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, number five in the land, and a one and a half point favorite on the road at OK State, while number 12, Kansas State is at Oklahoma. The Wildcats are giving up one. And that's your armchair quarterback sports flash. Stay tuned for Braves Country right here on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key in Noonan, Georgia, simulcasting on youtube.com at Braves Country.
5: It's the best in sports and entertainment, and get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, seven a.m. to ten a.m. with your host, me Ryan O'Neill, and every morning right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports, the River Dragons hockey, and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, seven a.m. to ten a.m. Monday through Friday, right here on ninety-nine point one FM WQEE.
4: Hockey season, and that means new merch over at our Dragons merch. Get the latest designs and some of our fun new souvenirs ahead of what's sure to be a great hockey season. Celebrate another season of River Dragons hockey by getting a new look to wear on game days or surprise the big-time sports fan in your life with a new keepsake that will make them a River Dragons fan for life. Order online right now at rdragonsmerch.com. That's the letter R, dragonsmerch.com. We'll see you at the rink.
3: Hey, sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's Funnest Sports Talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show. Every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern, you'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1
1: FM. Want to chime in? Give us a call. 678-960-9700. That's 678-960-9700. Welcome back to Braves Country, Mac McGinn, the armchair quarterbacks, weekdays, 3 to 5 p.m. Drive time on WQEE. Yeah, baby! Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champs, Atlanta Braves, heading back to the World Series.
2: Knowles. I'm not
1: gonna go that crazy
2: how are you Joey I'm doing a lot better now that my Indianapolis Colts have a head coach Um, especially you know what even though that they obviously the Eagles lost the Super Bowl I'm glad I only touched the first half on that one instead of the whole game but I mean just another example how this guy seems Shane Steichen that is seems to call good plays he's been doing that for a while now with Jalen Hurts and I, anything could happen. This could be a great hire. This could be a terrible hire. I'm just glad we got it out of the way. And I'm pretty happy from what I see on the surface to this point.
1: I see the, uh, the question by Mav asking about Todd Munkin leaving Georgia to go to the Baltimore Ravens. And of course Munkin was the offensive coordinator and, uh, quarterbacks coach for Georgia for the past three seasons. So it is a significant loss. I'm not going to skate past that, but I just think that Georgia is just so loaded. I don't think it, I don't think they're going to miss a beat necessarily. I do wonder with Munkin coming in, if that means that they may be looking to pivot away from, from a, Lamar Jackson, because I don't see his offense being the type, unless he's just going to change his philosophy. I don't see his offense being the type that's kind of built for Lamar Jackson. And that still makes me wonder if we're going to get what I've been predicting for several weeks now, Lamar Jackson to the
2: Atlanta Falcons. Uh, and, And Hey, doesn't it seem that each day goes by that Lamar is probably headed out of town? I mean, it's kind of wild that we're at this point, but here we are. And I don't I, – I'm, I'm not – i am I like the Falcons idea because they totally need a QB, but I definitely agree on the part that I think he's going to be out of there because it's – looks almost – they're not going to – they can't come to an agreement. So I mean, I think he has to. I don't –
1: I just, I honestly don't see how in the world you're going to get him back in a Ravens uniform and everything be copacetic with (laughs) the entire. You're trying to tell me there's not some there's not some. I'm not gonna say hatred, but a little bit of a feel feel like you got jobbed by him if you if you're part of that coaching staff. Because I, I, I firmly believe he could have played. I believe that he was playing the, I don't have a a contract card, so I'm not going to play. And okay, and I, I don't even, I'm not even hating on him for him. I get it. I understand
2: why he did it. It was a business decision. And let's face it, let, you know, I, I know the QB sometimes gets some say in these decisions these days, but... He clearly didn't have decisions in what receivers were going his way and, and the type of offense that was ran because he never got lucky enough to have a great wide receiver in Baltimore. And it's, it's a puzzle, puzzling why that never even came to fruition ever.
1: Now I'm going to say two things in the same sentence that are going to contradict themselves. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just, I'm re watching the Super Bowl, so I'm seeing commercials come on. Okay. Um, Maya Rudolph they're promoting M&Ms with her face on them. Why is that supposed to be some kind of a draw? Yeah, I don't get it. She's not a sex symbol by any stretch of the imagination, right? And if she ever was, it, it's not 2023.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and let's face it, you either like M&Ms in 2023 or you don't. Putting her in it.
1: Putting it. her face on it. Why is that a big thing? I really don't understand that. That being said, one of the things my wife got before uh for Valentine's Day that I think is cool, but it's gonna lead me to not eat them. Is it she I don't even know where she got it at, but she got me a uh I'll get it down at the next break. she got me a gumball machine, just a little tiny gumball machine. But inside there were red white and blue the braves colors because it's that dark blue right red white and blue m&ms and printed on the m&ms is the atlanta braves logo on one i don't remember what the what the second logo is but then the third one is uh a picture of her and I, when we went to, we, I, th- I think we were at a Braves game, but the point was she made sure that it was a picture that, that I had a Braves hat on. Right. So it's really cool. I mean, you have to, and this does me no good to put it in the camera. Cause it is real, really, really small. I'll see if I can take a picture or something and put it on, on a social media, but it was a really cool and thoughtful gift. So like I said, I, I told you I was going to contradict myself because I thought that was cool but well, that was because she put the Braves on there and she put a picture of us and that, and that was well thought out. I'm not going to buy M and M's Maya Rudolph's face on it. I can't think of many people that I would buy it for now because they're on there. I, I
2: don't want to eat them. Cause I'm like, no, I'm going to ruin like, well, that's why I think what's, I mean, and by the way, happy Valentine's you and the lady is, uh, yeah, know you many out there will be so, whatever see. it is that you, uh, <laughs> me and me, <laughs> hands up. Don't You, try to say to you and your sock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the right one or the left one. No, uh, but for, in all seriousness, uh, you know, that's a cool gift. You, there's few things you have, where I know like, you know, food or candy goes in and it kind of makes the image itself. So, you don't even want to eat it or touch it because it's such a no. I mean, no, because it's a cool thing because I, I can look up. I can't
1: necessarily make out our picture, but I can make out the Braves logo on it, and, and it's cool. Plus, the other thing, I'm not a big M and M's fan.
2: Is I'm that a re- Duff beer. Yeah, what's that? What's your hat?
1: Oh, Duff beer. Yeah, oh, uh, Duff, Duff beer. I, knew I it. Something red because of Valentine's day. <laughs> I, I like it though. <laughs> I looked through my closet. I couldn't find anything that's, that even I was thinking, I was like, do I have anything Valentine's day hat? Like, did I buy something goofy one year that I'm not aware of? I, I didn't see anything. So I was like, yeah, red Duff hat. I haven't worn the Duff sat in a while. So yeah, I
2: recognize it. Shout out to Duff. Yeah,
1: baby Duff beer. <laughs> Love it. I think
2: nowadays you can actually buy the cartoon beer you definitely can i bet it's horrendous it's pro- just like most beers that they come out with stuff like that for yeah it's more about the image than what's in the can. <laughs> 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 they just take a hey give me a natty or keys to dump it on in there yeah, and then they put the
1: yeah it's flat bud light because they've literally opened <laughs> up opened up the bottle and poured it in the can and they send it out to you <laughs> Oh man! Now I now I know why Homer was always so angry. <laughs> this is terrible, and
2: needed a lot of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's a great episode of uh, what is the name of that show? The um, oh, the guy that played Putty off of Seinfeld had his own sitcom with David Spade. Um. Rules of engagement. Did you ever watch it? I did not. Low key funny. Like that's a show that if you haven't watched it, it's worth a watch, but there's a great episode where he's Putty's. I don't know his character's name in the, in that show, whatever it is. He's, he's one of the best characters in any sitcom ever. Just angry, you know, typical, you know, middle-aged male, just angry at the world (laughs) kind of thing. Right. And They're talking about having to go to some friend's house that his wife wants to drag him to. And he goes, Oh man, and we're going to have to sit there and go to Bill's house again. And he's just going on and on. He goes, he goes, the last time we went over there, we, we we had to, uh, we had to drink the beer that he, that he, uh, made in his bathtub because, you know, all of a sudden Miller lights, not good enough for us. (laughs) <laughs> and repeatedly over and over she's like just be nice be nice he goes hey i can't wait to drink bill's ass tub beer let's let go. <laughs> That image, like you know you know you, your buddy trying to get you to to you know to to uh to drink beer that he's made in his own bathtub you're like what
2: no <laughs> that's a college thing right there
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you know it, it all goes back to that old uh, Kramer, when Kramer decides that he's going to bathe and, and wash the vegetables and everything. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the germaphobes are, I I want to say putties in that one too. But, uh, anyways, enough, enough down memory lane cause I watch way too much television. Um, <laughs> this is the, this is the, this is the wheelhouse from middle of February, to opening day i catch up on a lot of streaming there's you know i'll look, i'll i'll have some college basketball in the background but i catch up on a lot of streaming i don't feel like i have to listen to the basketball games
2: agreed you just hear squeaky shoes usually anyways
0: so it hey, it
1: good that we came across yesterday uh it only is only six episodes we streamed it to its entirety last night. It's really addictive. It's on Apple. Apple TV, if you have it. And, oh, my word. I can't believe I can't think of the name of it. But, oh, uh, Blackbird. Have you seen it?
2: Oh, I've heard of, I've heard great things.
1: Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I don't want to give away the ending. or t- All I can tell you is a guy gets arrested at the very beginning of the movie, and they send him to try to get... Uh, to, to get details to find out where the guys where one of the inmate has, uh, hidden bodies. Cause he's only, he's confessed to like one murder or something. And now he's trying to say he, he didn't know what he was doing and they're convinced he's a serial killer. So that's the gist of it. And in six episodes and they're about an hour apiece, my wife was like, "I cannot believe we watched this entire thing in in, in one day." Because to be fair, yes, the of it, we did. I did the show and I watched the end of it, and I was like, eh. "To me, six hours streaming is nothing."
2: <laughs> no, I mean, like you said, I, my buddies, a bunch of them, watch, and I've
1: never heard a bad thing. So. Phenomenal. Evidently, it's it, it came out in August. I'll tell you who else is in it is uh, Ray Liotta. So it was one of his last things.
2: Oh, rest in peace. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Ray Liotta. I don't know this, the gentleman's name who's the star of the show, but I can tell you this: that kid's going to be a star. He is an actor. He is a real actor. And the guy that plays the serial killer, that guy, th- that guy deserved like a, some kind of an Oscar. I mean, he's phenomenal. I know it wasn't a movie, but it felt like a movie because we watched it all one day. <laughs> <laughs> like Avatar, it's like four hours. Phenomenal, <laughs> oh. absolutely phenomenal. Uh. So that's my Super Bowl reactions. We're supposed to talk Super Bowl reactions.
2: Yeah, uh, over the Super Bowl, man. I don't know. No, I mean, listen. When it's not your two teams, and it ends like everything else in the world, we move on. But the game delivered, and we talked about it all all week on this show, and you know, outside of it, and texting with others and stuff. That the two best teams in a great game. Now, one thing that didn't show up was the defenses. I still don't know really what happened during some of the – I mean – shocked me. That shocked me. I, I thought the defenses – not to mention
1: the fact I just thought – I didn't think you would get such a clean game from the offenses.
2: Right. I mean, besides that one play where Hurts got rushed bad and he fumbled, obviously, there was – and the defense, you kind of almost luck into that one a little bit. There was no sacks. I mean, Philadelphia had no pressure on Pat Mahomes, even though they limited him in the first half. And then uh in the second half, Jalen Hurts. I mean, anytime Jalen Hurts wanted to rush or what have you, Kansas City could not figure it out. So I mean, just a great game. Uh, you know, I I was on half the wrong side. It was terrible. <sighs> did I mean Which I- did shock
1: me when my wife told me the playlist of of songs she was known for, was, I've never heard of any of them. I mean, I at least know some Beyonce songs. I've heard of them. I can't tell you that I could sing along with them, but I've heard of them.
2: But then I've I- actually been to a Rihanna concert, and I will say the concert I went to was much better than what you saw on Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Well, she was she was twenty seven months pregnant; she couldn't move. <laughs> and she's not very talented singer. She's a showman, right or showwoman. woman. Uh, well, that kind of goes out the window when you're like that. They don't want you jostling around doing something. So I understood why she didn't do it. When she took the gig, she fully knew that she was expecting. Right, and
2: you and like three, 3 4 months ago. So what's even more shocking to me on that front is that you know, you if she's pregnant that much, usually people bring out guest speakers or somebody that will kill it in one of your, you know, songs is there the backup singer like a Drake or a Anybody else that plays, you know, vocals and her thing, Eminem, Kanye, you can name the person they've been in her songs. She didn't bring anybody out with her, which I didn't think helped at all.
1: No, I I think she thought that she was the show that she that she, that she could carry it just for for showing that she that she was pregnant. Like that's must see TV. Like we've never seen someone
2: pregnant on television before. Believe me, that we're used to that after what we see on TV these days. I I could not believe.
1: I was shocked a little bit that uh, uh, it took till, I guess, yesterday for it to 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 uh, go viral about her sniffing her finger. Did you know about this? Did you see this? I did not see this but So I didn't watch it because I knew I wasn't going to like it. And everyone that came out of the room said, oh, it was terrible. And then I caught it the next day. I was just said, like, well, just, I want to make sure that, you are know, before right. I watch this and I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was nothing to be. There's been so many good ones. That, that was not good. You know, even the rappers, was that last year? That yes, was it was,
0: but, yeah, heck, yeah, it was.
1: Right? That's not necessarily what I would consider great music, per se, even though I grew up on some of it, but I was also young and dumb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you're young, you like a lot of bad music. Uh <laughs> amen. I think of uh, think of a lot of really bad bands that I you know, uh, not really bad bands, but a lot of really bad bands. But they were entertaining. You know, you know, everyone made fun of uh 50 cent for putting on weight, but I bet they wouldn't do it to his face because you know, he, he was chunky, but he was swole chunky. Yes, sir. <laughs> Knock you across the <laughs> might be a little chubby, but I guarantee you, you still pack a punch. Um, but she uh went viral because someone shared a video or mentioned a video that some back and some back and so somebody went back and got it of her sniffing her finger after putting her finger near her.
2: Oh yeah,
0: gosh, oh, wow,
1: love zone. I guess is the cleanest way to say that. Oh, uh, so it wasn't anything really all that shocking for twenty twenty three. But I guess it went, it went viral yesterday on on Twitter. I was just surprised. And that's like, you know what? That tells you how bad the Super if Bowl. that went viral. A million how- people watched the Super Bowl and no one mentioned that until the next day when it was on some 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 talk show or something and somebody grabbed it
2: and uh, shared it.
1: That tells you how bad of a of a,
2: of a Super Bowl show was. Yeah, at least Janet Jackson showed us something back in well, the what day.
1: What gets me is that afterwards, and this is just crybaby's going to cry, but them complaining about the holding call that set up at the very last part of the, it was tied thirty five thirty five, right, yeah. and there was a there was a holding call at like third and eight, and everyone's whining about that was a hold.
2: Yeah, it, you know, as a person who bet the Eagles that it was 100% a hold, sure, would we have loved to see it wrap up with an A-plus ending where Hertz gets a chance? Who knows what happens? Yes, but just because it's that time of the game, a hold's a hold. He, he, he held him twice. I'm re-watching the play right now as we speak. He held him when he went to turn, and then, then when he tried to accelerate him, he he, he, he pulled him again. And most people will say, well, Juju didn't react. But if you look at Patrick Mahomes, he reacted right away. Oh, and yeah, was so, so yeah and He was jumping yeah. up
1: and pointing,
2: which and I don't think to,
1: about the reaction because that's all drama. The point is it was right. a hold.
2: Yeah, and not to mention that Bradbury said it too. So, I mean, come on, it's right from the source. He said he held, the guy held. And here's a funny thing. If you don't hold and he catches that touchdown
1: there, your team still has a chance. I wish he didn't hold
2: because I would have loved that scenario.
1: Because it would have been forty-two, thirty-five, most likely. Eagles would have had the ball about a minute after they got the, the kickoff. About a minute forty left. No timeouts. Do I expect Jalen Hurts to be able to, to lead the band? Probably not. He's he's not that kind of quarterback quite yet. But it would
2: have been fun to see. And I think they could, would have considered going for two as well. Call me crazy, but I think they might have considered it if they got I think they maybe would oh, would you I, I'm not saying I would but I think that Eagles team might have Yeah, he might I'm you better saying. get it you better have a play
1: that you know is going to work the Philly special no I'm kidding I'm kidding don't don't give me a yeah well we're gonna win trips right no, no no it's got to be something that no one's expecting you got to have, and and by the way, great presence of mind for McKinnon to slide down there at the one. I assumed he was walking in. Oh,
2: I was hoping he would. When he slid down, I'm like, that's it.
1: I saw some video where it said, where it said that because he slid down, he lost the the, the person lost two hundred thousand dollars because if if McKinnon had scored a touchdown, McKinnon had to score the touchdown. He lost two hundred thousand dollars at. If you believe that, come on. I got a bridge I can sell you. <laughs> it's just like the video that I saw where the guy beats the heck out of the TV when the Eagles lose because the field goal goes, goes to the upright. If you look at that, if you look at that video, if you know what I'm talking about, it's it's trending. I up. do know that
2: video. Yep.
1: If, if you look at that video, it's two things: a the TV was just sitting on top of a mantle. Okay, it's 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 not hung, it's just sitting on top of a mantle. That's number one. Number two, there's a sticker down at the bottom of it.
2: So why is that sticker still there? And I want to add number three. I was digging him, in, digging into that individual. Even more, he has videos of him breaking other stuff and videos that me and my buddy yeah. found as well. So I guarantee
1: you, he's. I guarantee he's at Best Buy today trying to return that. Same, <laughs> showed up broken. And someone's gonna go, wait a minute, is this you? Does this look familiar? Is this something that, that, that we could <laughs> in your brain about? It just it, it it was too it was too put on. The biggest thing that I saw was like that thing's got a freaking sticker
2: down there in the left hand corner. You you know you could tell when people give off emotion, and that one it's just like my goodness, it's just
1: like, it, it was wow. overkill. Yeah. and also you're having a Super Bowl party. You're not gonna hang the TV at all, right? You're just gonna have it sitting on a mantle, and you're at no point. In the three quarters plus, does someone go, let's take this stupid sticker off, man. What's going on with this?
2: <laughs> we just broke that case down. We should be honest. That was, that was recorded. The game was recorded. And he went back and broke it afterwards, I guarantee you. We're investigators right there. So if anybody needs help in those departments, Mac and Joey are on the call.
1: <laughs> That's right. Best hey, by if Best Buy wants to hire us as their security fraud analyst. Geek Squad. <laughs> I've been called worse.
0: All right, let's God, take a When we
1: come back, we are going to dive into the, the storylines that we love and the athletes that we love. All right, we'll be back in a flash here on Braves Country on a Valentine's Day special. Keep it locked in.
5: Hey, Braves fans, the Armchair Quarterbacks YouTube channel are
1: bringing you Braves baseball all season long. Hi, I'm Mac McGee, and I'll be bringing you Braves baseball play-by-play for the Braves fans out there, for all of Braves country. So pull up an armchair and join us for Braves country baseball, first pitch to last pitch, Tuesday and Friday nights, right here on the Armchair Quarterbacks YouTube channel.
5: We live in a world now that welcomes and nurtures the screwball in all of us. Hey, it's a new decade, people. Time to get a little nutty. Treat yourself
1: to Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, a smooth flavor that combines two of America's favorites, peanut butter and American whiskey. So no more social awkwardness. Time to embrace who you
4: truly are. Get out there and make friends. And be sure it starts with Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. It's available nearly everywhere. Learn more at screwballwhiskey.com.
5: Infinium Spirits. Please enjoy responsibly. Now we'll all calm down. Oh, she's just a little excited. I know, I know. I'm gonna use good judgment. I haven't lost my temper in 40 years. But pilgrim, you caused a lot of trouble this morning. Might have got somebody killed. And somebody ought to belt you in the mouth. But I won't. I won't. The hell I will He's the quarterback. snacks. The american man. Welcome
1: back. We turn the page on 2022. I'll get the official numbers up uh, on our final. We did finish over 60. percent I just didn't do the math on on, on exactly high. Um, I think it's in the 61ish, 62ish, but I'll I'll do the numbers. So so today we'll be starting the first uh, day of our of our lot. Oh, thank God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hit my last one, but. Thank God I am off to a fresh start.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll be hitting. So our our locks. Now, I got to do a little bit of a brag on us because that's eight years in a row that we finished over 60%.
2: <laughs> Take credit when we can.
1: And Our friend, the jockey, by the way, ever since he's talked smack about 58% not being very good, <laughs> he's got a losing record since what, so someone pre Pushed it up today. Uh, He's three or four games under 500 since January 21st, but someone else did some deep digging, and I noticed that I just haven't gone back and done the numbers. So there's games where he will sit there and give you advice on on Twitter, but he never really calls them his locks unless, unless they hit. Then he wants credit for it. Ah, so that 58% is now
2: 5.8%.
1: <laughs> so, someone went back and did a deep dive on that since they've, since they've been paying attention. I don't know what the date is, but they did a deep dive on that. And let me double check it. Yeah. 27 and 37 since then. 27 and 37 since the games that he's mentioned that, that they've held him accountable for. 10 games under 500, and he's talking smack about a 58% winning streak.
2: That's not going to win you much. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, it's like you and can't... I not like to brag when we do really well. I'll mention it so everyone knows that we're doing well, but because I, I believe in the gambling karmas, right? I believe that if you get too big for your britches, you're about ready for a 17 game losing streak, right? I just, that's the baseball fan in me. I get very, uh, uh, superstitious. I may not be superstitious, but I'm at least a little stitious. So,
2: um, anyways, I just, if you're going to post something on social media, I mean, like, you know, I had a good year a couple years ago, a bad year last year. It happens. That's why it's called gambling in Vegas makes money. Let's just stick to what you put up there. I hate when people post that and not name it their life. Come on. (laughs) I
1: I went back and looked at what he was referring to because I don't read a lot of them because who's got time? I mean, he tweets a lot. And, uh. I started reading what, he, what this guy was referring to is that he'll sit there. And go, Do I get credit for this? Do I get credit for that? Even though it was locks. And so he's putting it down as a lock. But, w- but when he mentions one, he goes, no, 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 that wasn't a lock. And they're like, you said you were taking him. What are you talking about?
2: Come on, man.
1: Exactly. Derek Carr is a free agent. Yep. That was uh, breaking news. that happened just shortly ago. It was well expected. So the Saints were trying to figure out a way to get him signed, but he didn't like whatever they had to offer. So he becomes a free agent. And I believe how it works. I don't think there's any tampering that goes on. I don't think he can sign the dotted line until March 13th, March 15th, whatever it is. I think it's the 15th this year. Um, But because he is a free agent, he can go start, start talking to teams now. And why is that a big deal? Because Aaron Rodgers is about to go into some freaking, what is he called? Darkness retreat. Darkness, or, yeah. closet for four days. So while he's doing this, Derek Carr gets the pick of the litter wherever he's from. And if you're a team like the Jets, right, and you've brought in Hackett and whatnot to try to lure rogers there are you going to be willing to sit on your hands while he goes into a closet for four days or wherever that he's going to
2: yeah because honestly there's a drop i mean rogers wherever he does is big obviously but if they try to wait for that and miss out on him and car then you're looking at the jimmy g baker mayfields of the world and to me that's a totally different level uh when you just not look at you know everything involved with the statistics especially i mean right it's a huge drop. There. It's a huge drop off.
1: I don't know if it's a big drop off between Derek Carr and Jimmy G, but I do believe it's a big drop off between Derek Carr and Baker Mayfield.
0: Right. I
2: and, and at least Carr, you know, he's been pretty healthy too. So, I mean, Jimmy G, it might be as talented, but how many games are you going to get out of him? That's true. If if you have,
1: if you sign Jimmy G, if you're the Jets and you sign Jimmy G, you better figure out a way to get Zach Wilson ready, or if you're trading Zach Wilson, you better find a way to also find to, to sign Mike White. Correct. It'll it'll be interesting to see if Mike White gets a chance to be a full time starter
2: somewhere. Hey, the whole NFC South, you're, we're, you know, we're in we're in the Atlanta, Georgia area. We all know it. Everybody in that division. I've never seen a division. Everybody needs a QB. Everybody. Everybody. I mean,
1: everybody. I believe Lamar Jackson's coming south, baby. They'd be instant favorites. He would be a huge draw. Went to Louisville.
2: He would be an enormous draw. And Arthur Smith kind of tries to run that offense. You know, he had Mariota and Ritter back there. That, you know, they're kind of not the fastest quarterbacks like Lamar, but similar types of system where I think Arthur Smith would really make that work so I could see
1: he's from Florida for some reason I thought he was from uh, somewhere closer to Atlanta but still he's from Florida went to Louisville he would be an enormous draw if I'm Arthur Smith I find a way to bring him in I don't care what the deal is
2: well and same goes for Tampa Bay you have a roster that you have a lot of pieces there now if you don't want to sell off and restart completely to me the only way you can make it make sense is one of these top quarterbacks in Lamar Jackson or Derek Carr because otherwise to me then Tampa Bay should sell off a lot of veterans but if they're going to keep everyone around they should be going for Carr, Lamar, Rodgers, one of those three. All I know
1: is this DeAndre Hopkins wants out of Arizona now for sure. Oh yeah. He was already talking about it, and now he's got himself a head coach as a defensive coordinator. He, the, he's not staying.
2: That reminds me of like a Chargers-Staley move where I just think we're going to be scratching our heads a lot during that uh, whole tenure there. <laughs> Arizona, I... Uh, All
0: right,
2: if we're going
1: to get into these Valentine's cards, uh, let's hit the teams that we follow first. Give me a couple of your guys uh, that you would that you're giving your Valentine's cards to that you uh, you're like, man, these are my guys. These are the ones I like to watch.
2: Yeah. And I thank you for allowing me to do so. Since I don't have one myself, I would love to give out a Valentine. And here we go. We're going to make animal. No, uh, all jokes aside, uh, DeForest Buckner would be my first one ever since he became an Indianapolis called three years ago when we traded a first round pick. This guy has been nothing but consistent, which is opposite of the franchise the past few years. Every year, he's above eight sacks. He's a true leader in the locker room and keeps that defense together. And when he's injured, he puts himself on the field, unlike some of my other Colts like Adiris, Leonard, others who you know take extra games off. This guy plays every time, even if he has something on his arm, something on his leg. He gives you everything he's got. And off the field, he's a great man as well. So that's where my kid first uh, Valentine is going, to DeForest Buckner. All right,
0: mine's
1: Derrick Henry. Obvious reasons, baby. Let's go. It's from Yuli, and he's the uh, he's the king right now, and still, still my favorite NFL player to watch, hands down. I still think he's got two, maybe
2: three, good years left in him, which is amazing for the running back position. I mean, it's obvious, but that is amazing. He's He's different. He's just built different. He's know? not human. <laughs> like when Albert Pujols says, why didn't you eliminate him, Albert? Like he's a machine. He's a machine. All right. All right what is uh, your next one? Yeah, I'm fully staying away from the Chicago Bulls. Otherwise, I would have gave it to DeRozan. But that franchise is a joke, so I'm not going there. I'm going to go to Mr. Ian Happ on uh, my Chicago Cubs. Listen, you know, at first I didn't know a few years ago if this guy would be – in it for the long haul or be able to make it on our roster. But last year he had a very good season. He's very fun to watch play baseball. He's pretty athletic. And, uh, you know, last year he was able to make some moves. So in a lineup that has more pieces around it, I would love to give Ian Happ uh, maybe a little scotch. Happy Valentine's Day, Ian Happ. <laughs> I had to pick me a
1: Seminole, so I went ahead and grabbed uh, Trey Benson running back. He's coming back. I thought he was leaving. I thought for sure oh. he would go to the NFL draft. He's He'll coming back. So I didn't want to take the obvious low hanging fruit of, uh, of, uh, Jordan Travis. So I'll, I'll go ahead and take Trey Benson. Fun, fun running back to watch. And he's, he's back, baby. And I'll hit you with one more, uh, Trevor Lawrence of Jacksonville. Fun, fun player to watch. Yeah. And he's starting to come into his own. I can't wait to see what he
2: does next year. Do you have another one? If I had to give another one, I would go uh, DeMar DeRozan, even so I said about the Chicago Bulls. But the way he was able to come up in his career at an older age and almost be MVP last year, thank you, DeMar, for at least last season. All right, let's take a really quick break. Break. We will be back in less than
1: two and two here on Braves Ooh. Country as uh, we got to get to jamming on the best of all, this, of all the of all the storylines coming for the, for the spring of two thousand and twenty three here in the world of sports, We'll be back in just a flash. Keep it locked in here on the key. Hey, Braves fans, thank you for listening to Braves Country Baseball. Hi, I'm Mac McGee, and we are here to bring you play by play, pitch by pitch of your Atlanta Braves, bringing you spring training and two to three games a week, all season long. Please like and subscribe today. Braves Country Baseball.
3: to live, laugh, and create memories again with MSC Cruises. Join us on some of the world's most modern and innovative ships. Discover again at our new private island, Ocean Key MSC Marine Reserve, named Best New Cruise Destination. Cruise the Caribbean and Bahamas from Miami or Port Canaveral. Book now with free balcony upgrades and flexible booking changes. Call your travel advisor or visit MSCCruises.com. Restrictions apply. MSC Cruises, a world of
4: discovery.
5: Hey folks, this is Mark White with the Mark White Show, and you can tune into the Mark White Show every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on Rock 99, WQEE The Key, the home of Southern sports and talk.
1: Happy Valentine's Day to you and yours, and we're giving out Valentine's cards all day long to our favorite sports heroes is the right word, but guys we like to watch. And uh now real quick because we gotta get into the storylines, Joey, but we didn't get a chance to get in the last segment. Um Give me your guys on on teams that you're not a fan of the team, but you love the player.
2: Well, my first one I'll start with is it's funny that uh, Brian just joined this uh, chat on YouTube right now because I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. Uh, I he's mean, he's on my list as well. Yeah, I mean, listen, he LSU was awesome, is phenomenal. Good zero, not Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, let me clear that up as well. Definitely not you, Brian. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, Joe Burrow, I mean, listen, he tore his ACL after that great LSU run. People were like, oh man, this is not a good situation to be in. And look at where he's came since then. He's Joe cool. I love what he does before games, how he presents himself. I love himself during a game. I just love watching him at the quarterback position, and he's not a huge scrambler, which I always like because I'm used to more of the the quarterbacks in the early 2000s versus what we got now. Yeah, that's got a lot to do with why
1: I'm a Burrow fan is because he does it with his arm, and I do like the running quarterbacks. I I do enjoy them, but I like a guy that's kind of – he's a little bit of a throwback, but also he just seems like a competitor now. That being said, he's got to get a Super Bowl ring He's got to get a Super Bowl ring, or he's gonna be that guy that everyone talks about, well, Hey, it was good, but. And Josh Allen's on that train, too, right? Josh Allen is on that train. The boat both of them need a Super Bowl ring in the world. And look, next year's the year to do it. Yep. It's hard to repeat. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do it now. So Joe Burrow. I don't think I need to add any more, but, but I did have him on my list. I'll jump to the next guy. And my guy was, uh, is a pitcher for the volunteers. I'm excited to watch him play this year. He's being projected as the number two pitcher to be drafted this, this, uh, this, this June draft in major league baseball chase Dollander right-handed pitcher for the Tennessee Volunteers and he has a complete repertoire of about about four pitches which is uh, which is rare in college baseball. Wow. He's got the velocity, he's got the control. I want to watch him play. And I I only watched him briefly last year on some video clips. I want to actually see him play this year so uh Dollander is the is, is my second guy. Who's your second guy?
2: I'm going to go to the NBA and go with Luka Doncic. I mean, I just, ever since he's been in the league, he hasn't really had a running mate. I know he has Kyrie, but we all know what will happen when that honeymoon ends. But last year he went to the Western Conference Finals, pretty much carried the team on his back by himself, and he continues to improve each year as his points per game right now is 33 in a game i mean it's he's a phenomenal talent a phenomenal athlete i love watching him play
1: my last one he's not an athlete he's a coach i feel sorry for him so, so i'm giving him a, a valentine's just because man <laughs> that poor guy i don't know what the problem is but why he hasn't had a chance to become a head coach maybe some eric b man hey man yeah? come on, man what's going on with this guy I I don't care if he doesn't do a good interview, he gets good results. And I, maybe it's because he's got one of my favorite nicknames of all time. When he was playing in college and and into the NFL, when, when, uh, Chris Berman would call him Eric sleeping with the enemy, I just, I'm just like, can we get him a head coaching gig? Give him a chance. I don't know why Arizona didn't go after him what's the worst that could happen? Maybe he could have fixed Kyler Murray.
2: Yeah. And you know, usually when you hire a coach, there's a lot of happiness. I feel like there's more questions than answers in Arizona after the hiring today. Absolutely. Did you have any others? You know, it's interesting. You put the coach route down, but uh, no, nothing off the top of my head. I you know, I will give one. You know what? I will go former coach. Happy Valentine's Day, Jeff, Saturday for all you did in Indianapolis, my man. I hope you go back to ESPN. I take care your own shirt on, man. I hey, Can I got you, my wish. Any <laughs> necklace action? Well, Doug almost fell out of his dang chair, so I couldn't wait. I, I, I was not expecting that.
1: <laughs> when you had that on the last show. Did, let me ask you something. Did you have that on the entire show?
2: Yes. I just didn't notice it. I, well, I was keeping his face low until I was trying to keep his face as low as possible until the end.
1: <laughs> he, he's going to have to disappear from television for a little bit because.
2: Yeah, I, think I mean. He hurt
1: his brand big time.
2: Oh, you. It, it, I love Jeff Saturday, but it's a shame not many people are remembering the, the Hall of Fame Center right now. A lot of them are going to be uh, remembering these eight games.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. At the same token, his fault because he never should have taken the gig. He wasn't ready. He wasn't qualified. He had never coached. Now, is is that on Urse as well? Sure, it is. But every time some drunk dummy comes up with a dumb idea, you don't have to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank God Ursay wrote who's wrong on that because I'm I, I'm I think to this point not to get on a tangent that Jeff Saturday thought he was going to get it again. Be able to get his own staff and bring people in there. But uh luckily, say realized enough's enough. I, I had a roommate years ago
1: that used to try to talk me into coming out, out on the roof all the time because he, he was having a beer. I always trying to get me to come out on the roof of the house we were staying on. Not <laughs> saying I never did it, but I didn't always do it.
2: <laughs> Not every Sunday.
1: <laughs> I was like, I don't know if it's safe. <laughs> I'm feeling like this isn't a great idea some days it felt very safe I'm trying,
0: man.
1: <laughs> uh the okay so we're talking about the storylines this spring yes there the, 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 were that we're loving that we can't
2: wait for give me your first one it's an obvious one but for a couple of reasons I'm going with uh march madness tournament obviously that starts March 14th I'm going to Nashville for the first time in my life for the Are first, you? yeah for the first round I'll be there I'm landing Thursday morning at ten o'clock. Game start at. Yep, exact. I'm so happy. I cannot wait. I'm going with eight guys. We got a huge Airbnb, and we're going to celebrate the tournament Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I'm really looking forward to March Man. Hit me up and tell
1: me the area you'll be in, and I'll give I'll
2: you do. a good idea of where you should uh, uh,
1: go haunt. There's some, depending on where you're going to be at. There's there's a lot of choices.
2: I appreciate that. I'll definitely let you know because I think we already picked it out too. So I just got to relook into the location.
1: Yeah, just send me a pin or whatever. Yep. You know, like the you know the general area. But uh, we've obviously been there a lot, and I and I used to live there, and I still have a lot of friends who live there. So if anything's changed, you know, they can give me that information as well. Uh, my first one, yeah, it's it's March Madness, but per- particularly, I'm really interested to see can Bama. Make a run? Are they for real? And is Purdue for real? I really like Purdue, but man, they have lost some games here recently, and I'm starting to wonder if they may be a, pay, a paper tiger because going into the season, they were not expected to be right.
0: Exactly. So
1: I'm, that's that's my particular story for March Madison. I also like to see can Gonzaga, can Drew Timmy, can Gonzaga? He he almost got my Valentine's card. Can they? get back to the final four because they've kind of been, eh, they've, they've got a good team. They got a good team.
2: What's your next one? My next one is actually going to hit home here in Chicago. I haven't looked forward to Chicago Cubs baseball in the past couple of seasons with what they been going on spring training. You know, we just got pitchers and catchers reported. I want to see if this Cubs team can do anything in the central this year. Uh, I, you know, the Cardinals are the big beast on top. They have the most talent on paper, but I do look Think when you look at it that the Cubs can be a wild card team, as long as obviously healthy is, of course, an, always an issue with many teams. But I want to see my Chicago Cubs get a wild card and compete for the Central. Mine is the National League wild card race. Oh, in
1: general. Now, now, I know that kind of takes us a little further past the spring, but I think that's going to start day, day one because I do believe you're going to get the Atlanta Braves. You're going to get the Philadelphia Phillies. You're going to get the Dodgers and the Padres and the Cardinals in, in the mix for the playoffs and probably the Mets. Let's be honest. It'll probably be the Mets, but what about the other teams who have a puncher's chance to to make some noise? Mm Mm-hmm and the difference in, in the, what this year's schedule is going to be like as opposed to other years. I'm curious to see what the Cubs can do. Yep. I'm curious to see what a couple of other teams that are kind of a little under the radar, but you can't sleep on the San Francisco Giants. I think Arizona's become much better over the over the last couple of off seasons. I, I think they've really helped their their case. And Milwaukee is still, still in the mix. And I'll tell you right now, the Miami Marlins are making sneaky, good moves that i don't know if if it's going to be good enough to actually stay in it but they'll be more competitive for longer than they have been in the past i
2: like that what's your last one my last one actually relates back to your college basketball point and taking in the great state of indiana you, you know we all seen uh purdue as you said has been struggling lately i'm looking forward to see the indiana hoosiers i listen to a lot of indie radio this team is exciting and my bold prediction right now, easier to say now, but a week ago I was thinking about this. I think Indiana is going to go the furthest team in out of the whole state of Indiana in the tournament, which means they outlast Purdue. Because I'm telling you, track Chase, I'm going to screw his whole name up, TJD. But he is just phenomenal on the court. He's improved so much since last season. Coached by Mike Woodson, I'm watching Indiana Hoosiers basketball come tournament time. Indiana is good. I I'm still going to fade them over
1: uh, Purdue just, just because Purdue's defense and what they do on the glass Fair that that travels. My last one is I don't get to say this every year, the chase to the NBA finals, specifically what I think is going to be the showdown, a in the East, you're going to get Celtics bucks. And in the West, you're going to get Suns, And it'll be interesting to see who that other team is. Could it be Memphis? I would love to see Memphis and John Moran. Assuming he can, he can stay out of jail. Um, could it be Dallas? I know a lot of people are liking that. I still think Dallas doesn't have the defense. But a, a, a showdown of Dallas. Sorry. Suns versus Celtics in the uh in the NBA finals. Oh,
2: I would love that as an NBA fan.
1: KD comes back to bite us in the butt one more time. Um We're coming up on it. What is your lock of the day? No whammies. We, we we're starting anew.
2: Oh man, this
1: feels good.
2: Probably not, but <laughs> Whew. I felt like the four and twelve and one Colts. Now I get a fresh start. I just got my head coach. The locks are fresh. I'm going to take us to college basketball because the NBA has done me bogus, and you taught me a good point to try stare clear of that. So I'm going to do that today, and I'm going to go to the Big Ten and take us to Illinois. Is minus three and a half on the road against Penn State. Last two, two time these two teams met up, Penn State took it to them. I don't think Illinois will let that happen again. Is Illinois is really contending and heating up in the Big Ten at 17 and 7 overall, and they're 8 and 5 in the conference. So they really need to get this more of a gimme win per se over a Penn State team who's mediocre. So I'm taking Illinois Hoops minus three and a half.
1: All right, and I want to double check my line before I give it because I want to make sure that it's accurate and up to date. Oh man, there's a couple that I like, and I'm actually playing a. A parlay on it tonight but I'll, I'll i'll just take the one because it's a lot easier to hit that than it is to hit both of them right give me rock chalk jayhawk on the money line minus 125 at oklahoma state i think i, I think we're getting them at a good value because oklahoma state's coming off of big w and they've been playing pretty well but kansas should win now what kansas team shows up That's remaining to be seen. The other one that I really like a lot, but what I would suggest more to do is tease these. You take Kansas and you take Michigan. Michigan's getting a point at Wisconsin. Michigan's playing really good basketball right now. Yep,
2: they have.
1: I do believe it's going to come down to one possession either way. So that's why. I'll tell you another one I kind of like, too. NC State's getting a point at Syracuse. If you want to go crazy, want to get yourself like a (laughs)
5: six-point
1: teaser, NC State, Michigan, and uh, Kansas would, would be a really fun one. And if you
5: don't have
2: a Valentine like me, you have plenty of time to watch these hoops tonight. And, I, and I, <laughs> I'm done talking about
1: the other guys' picks because they have just been a trash. He got murdered yesterday, man. They oh. lost. The team that he picked was giving up six and a half. They lost by like 15 or 20. Oh, I mean, It was brutal.
2: Oh. What is your walk-off? We got a jam. Ah uh, happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. I'm gonna have fun watching sports because not many people will be <laughs> yeah happy happy Valentine's Day. We'll be back tomorrow. tomorrow's
1: what Wednesday hump day so we're gonna have uh Brian Snow with us and we're gonna have uh Justin Waller with us. So it should be a good Ooh. show. We will see you mañana have a great Valentine's Day and if you're just hearing this, you can always tell your wife that they screwed up the the flowers and uh, act mad at the, at the flower shop and then, you know, have him show up tomorrow once a <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye,
0: sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Bye we're back
5: tomorrow with another, another show. Well, unless we find fire. We'll talk to you then. Goodbye, sweetheart.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. Guys and gals, it's time to go. We'll see you on the next show.
3: Same back time, same that channel.
1: Thanks for listening to Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks on 99.1 FM WQEE, The Key in Noonan, Georgia, and simulcasting on youtube.com forward slash at Braves Country. Braves Country comes your way weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Please follow, like, and subscribe today. Armchair Quarterback Radio, your first choice for Southern sports.
5: Something of the 5th of September. Something of the 5th of September. She said a lot that I can't remember. Something of the 5th. Can I get another cigarette, please? Can I get another cigarette, please? Yeah, I know I live through regret grid. Just give me another. cigarette please.